Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk. With Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. Thank you for listening. Hope you had a good President's Day. If not, I still have the world's greatest panel. Adam Burke is back, the fastest gun in the West from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Every time he's here, I know it's a good show. Ryan Connor is here, first time, long time. He's been on James Corden. He's been on Last Comic Standing. And you can stream his album live from an old prison wherever you're listening to this. James Fritz is back, the John Prine of comedy. He's been on HBO Max. And his album is also streamable. Everyone here has an album you should stream, including your boy Brido. Amy Miller is back. One of the best. You've seen her on Comedy Central. She's going to be on Comedy Central again real soon. She'll tell you about it later. Joanne Schinderly is back. The pride of Wisconsin. Always great on here. Also has an album you can stream. This is a very fun group. So without further ado, here are Adam, Ryan, James, Amy, and Joanne. And if you don't already, if you're here for the first time and you just stumbled on in, please hit subscribe. Oh, she's dancing. Uh-oh. Do I sound like a nutbag today? I don't think so, but I didn't what? No- I didn't notice it. She had her like chipmunk oh voice the last time in the whole show. <laughs> my brain, I'm going, does Joanne sound like that? And then... It was... <laughs> Dude, Mike, I did two other podcasts after that, and nobody said a fucking thing. And then Andy so Main was like, why do you sound like a fucking, why are you trying to sex me up? Because <laughs> it just, it was like Betty Boop. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too, super far off my voice, but it was nuts. I was just watching Love is Blind, and they their season's in Chicago this year. You gentlemen all fans of Love is Blind? I liked What's season one. Chi- I swear to God, I watched sh- season one. It's in Chicago. What's it called? Love is Blind Drunk? <laughs> Mike wishes we were talking about a wrestler right hey, now. Hey, do you guys want to talk about a wrestler? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Question one. Who's my favorite wrestler? <laughs> and what? Burke, I, I watch. Uh, <laughs> Burke, Brad I watch. Uh, current or all time? Oh, do you want to do that one? Sure. Who's your favorite wrestler all time and then current? Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper is a great answer. I want to guess yours, Mike, because I don't know it. But everyone else answer. I'll no, give you a. I'm going to say your all time. I want to say Flair because he's everyone's favorite, but I think you've got a different person. I, I'm going to say you're uh, Ole Anderson. Ole Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're, I I'm just... going to go Orny. I'm going to go Orny. Yeah. Orny, Orny Adams. Orny, Orny Adams. Or is, say Orny <laughs> Adams Anderson. The movie comedian is your favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. when I was going to say Macho Man. I love – my favorite wrestler probably is CM Punk. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Amy, Amy, do you have one? <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Um, my favorite current wrestler was Cody, but then he just left AEW, and I feel sad. Dusty Rhodes. What? Well, what? yeah, I guess. Who's Cody? <laughs> Cody Rhodes. <laughs> He's the American Nightmare, James. I'm sorry, I've been busy building a life with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I learned these things? <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> back, back when I was when I was 15, back when when you were when you're supposed to like this stuff, uh, I um wow. my favorite was uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Wow, which, which which is a bad look now. Yeah, no, he's very yeah. problematic. He's, he's dead. It's fine. He, he's did, still did you being ever racist. Watch his, like uh, Christian motivational speeches. He, that's why I'm, that's what that got me where I am today. He had yeah, thoughts yeah, on yeah. that's when you were a fan. He taught me that gay <laughs> yeah. was unnatural. Yeah, oh. I, I, I don't like his name to One Warrior Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor, poor Chad Ocho Cinco, poor Meta World Peace. He was changing his name. <laughs> One Warrior Nation. I saw the I last three days of his life in 2014. He got inducted to the Hall of Fame and it was I was there in New Orleans and he kept showing up to everything and then he uh, died the next day after I saw him three the, days in a row. Was it the elbow drop? Up the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just, what did some, he die of? I think his heart exploded from years of steroids. He tied the yeah. shoestrings around his bicep too tight that day, and then his arms fell off. I think that he just survived on his pure hatred of Vince McMahon. And when he got into the Hall of Fame and they made up, he's like, "I have nothing left to live for," and he yeah. went back to parts unknown. When they when they have <laughs> when they have a wig for a guy like that, do they put the makeup on? You think? <laughs> I hope so. That's a good question, man. His name is His wife is Dana Warrior. It's like gotten severe. Like the kid's last name is Warrior. Of the Massachusetts Warrior? Yeah. I want my. Of the parts unknown warriors? I think an ultimate warrior should live past 45. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a moderate warrior. Yeah. I like thinking that there's one mortician who specializes in wrestler makeup. Oh, shit. They're going to have to be. Probably is. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Also dead. Also dead. The Undertaker. That's the Undertaker. The, uh, yeah, with, yes. the main problem at wrestling wakes is just there's a lot of folding chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they go to the wake and everyone's just beating each other. <laughs> like, These are for sitting, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just yanking the tablecloths off at the buffet. <laughs> Tables, a lot of ladders also. The ladders are problematic. That actually, you're kidding, but I mean, of course, but that that actually was a problem at church as a child with boys who were really into wrestling because our yeah. whole life oh, really? is like, those folding tables and chairs and it's yeah. just like my my church mates would constantly get in trouble for like picking them up and hitting each other one year at bridgetown burns would mean to run out on stage and hit him with a folding chair in the middle of his set and he's like <laughs> and i was like that would really hurt he's like there's a way you can do it that doesn't hurt and i was like no man you, yeah a fake chair yeah a fake, yeah That's a foam chair yeah and why would you know how to do it the way that doesn't hurt <laughs> 
He's like, we got to figure <laughs> out a way. In fairness, we were fucking hammered at this point. Okay. <laughs> if you practice, did you go to a green room and practice it? Yeah, we backstage and he's like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, not going to sell do material. That's how you know Mike you're Burns sick of it. Mike Burns has never said that, James. <laughs> guess I'll do material. The only trick is dying young from the constant pain. Like, yeah. It's not- yeah. They're real chairs. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. do you guys want my to start? My sister was a mortician for a while. Wait, really? really? I didn't know that. Yeah, my younger sister is a mortician. She really good at makeup? She must be, right? She, she Well, to be honest with you, she wanted to go to beauty school, and my yeah. parents were like, there's no money in that, and we're Italian, so they put two and two together, and they're like, we know a guy that works at a funeral home. So now we kill a lot of people. There's There's several. Can you do his makeup and make it not look like an accident? I hate to have my daughter do (laughs) your makeup. (laughs) (laughs) There's several. There's several Schindlerly funeral homes out there. Oh, that's cool. Did she like it? She um, wasn't spooked by it. She said that a couple of things. She said the hardest part about because she like embalmed the bodies, too. So the hardest part you have to do, like all of it was um, wiring the jaw shut. She said she really had to get in there. Um, But she is the women don't get mouthy. In the afterlife. The Midwest. So they don't (laughs) wrapping through the wire. The kind of song. Um, there's like a crazy story where we're recorded. I probably shouldn't say this, but I started. Um, yeah, my she, attention. She's like five yeah. to like 90 pounds. She's a tiny little gal. And um, part of her job was having, you know, you're on call all the time. So like if there's a dead body, there's a timeline that you have to like take it and move it and embalm it or all that stuff. And there truly are in drawers that come out and this body was on the top and she couldn't. There's like a specific way you like wrap it up. And then put it on your shoulder and then like barrel roll it onto the ground into another like cardboard box and then take that cardboard box to the gurney and then like address the the dead body. Mm. And she couldn't get the body over her. So she Uh. called my mother at like 3 a.m. to help her move a dead body. This is why the Undertaker was so strong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And still is, by the way. (laughs) Looking good. How old was she when your sister switched to this career? Like 23, 24. Did she, did she just become like, you know, I don't know how to say this other than like awful to be around after that? No, she's delightful. She's a delightful human. That's amazing. Everything you yeah, say to her, she's what? like, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. I know, yeah. exactly. I, I think no, one, one of like your other dogs. Super hot. <laughs> she's super hot. She's super well adjusted. She's a fun mom. She when one of your other daughters does stand-up comedy, you're like, yeah. no, please tell us about your job more. Yeah. We want to hear about the bodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no one cares. <laughs> that's an interesting family. The one is a more, that's a real, you guys are a reality show. They're spicy. Yeah. Killing yeah. and burying. That's the uh, yeah. reality show. I'm Killing like, and burying. Yes. They're all hot too. Every single Shinderly gal. How many Shinderly gals? Three of us. What's the third? What crazy thing does the third one do? Uh, my older, my older sister. No, the third um, one. But <laughs> she doesn't do anything crazy. Oh, she's a libertarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> she loves Weird freedom. One of the bunch. 
<laughs> Pretty fun. So that's the trifecta. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds like she would be a great comedian if I know my libertarians. Yeah, yeah they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, my icebreaker. We don't need an icebreaker question, but weirdest thing you've ever seen at an open mic? <laughs> mm, oh. at, in Denver at the Lion's Lair. This is so memorable. Ah, Troy have, Baxley. I, yeah, I now have a Lion's Lair t-shirt. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, I just saw a lady's whole pussy. She she just... she whole like. Thing. Yeah, she like got all the way down on the ground and took her pants off and then she was like telling a joke about her pussy and so she was like and as you can see here and I was like, Oh, well it's good to have, you know, props. Wow. She carrot so bottomed. Yeah, we, I was having a hard time picturing. What so. did it look like though? Was it flappy? Was it funny? Should she be <laughs> funny looking? Should it have been performing at flappers? Okay. <laughs> Rooster teeth feathers, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have Go banana? No. It was crackers, for sure. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I, got, I got a couple. One's super short. All right, first, it was, this was in D.C. After my set, this happened. She did this to everyone there. This woman is probably like 70. She's wearing a red trench coat. And after me, you know, Seton Smith, and uh, I can't remember who else. Uh, Nick Turner, I think, too. It was at Nick Turner's show. This woman came up and whispered into my ear, I don't know if you are dating anyone, but the next time you get a chance, have her put a little olive oil on her hands and give you a hand job. It's the best. That was the, and then she would walk away and then say it to someone else. <laughs> How often does your girlfriend do this for you, Ryan? (laughs) Like, no more, like, once a week, but... um, It got so so expensive over here, we had to switch to vegetable oil. (laughs) (laughs) Joanne, do you have any olive oil recommendations? Her her name was... Was her name Pam? actually Shinderly olive oil, too. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the spray-on is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too many additives in the spray. Yeah. <laughs> Very flammable too. If you're doing well, all right. Here's what's the, the second one. This, this is my, this was my favorite because everyone is just the whole room was just shocked. So uh, this is a notoriously terrible comic, uh, and Aimed. she's she's been <laughs> no she hasn't done it. 15 years. Catherine was her name. And uh, end, of her, end of this just very awkward set. She goes, okay, now uh, we're going to do a game. Uh, whoever can guess my weight wins oh, no. a prize. And then she reaches into a bag and pulls out a dildo. And it's not in any kind of packaging. <laughs> and no one is throwing out weight guesses because, you know. No one, no one wants to help where this is going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone's yeah. just kind of, is just going to stop. It's also at a hotel in D.C. where most people are there on business. So it's. <laughs> the Watergate Hotel, it's, baby. Yeah, yeah. But you it's know what was right weird is the dildo convention was in town. So nobody <laughs> really, no one was Oh, you mean Congress? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Who brings a dildo to DC? <laughs> I have a hard time believing all our worst open mic stories are women. Sexual. So far, yeah. if someone could. I got one. Yeah, I well, saw a man. You haven't heard the end of this. Okay. So she makes a guy in the second row guess. 
he just he's not happy about this he guesses and her face just drops and she goes that is exactly it <laughs> and then and then she goes here come get it and he's like i'm not i'm not gonna do that and then she tries to throw it to him he's in the second row and the dildo knocks the beer out of his hand nice. which was an amstel which is kind of funny and then, <laughs> and then and then she just goes i'm sorry i'll get you another one he goes don't and that was it and then she- <laughs> well your dildo lady really needs to get together with amy's vagina lady because now that's an act that's <laughs> the show the aristocrat that's, that's the aristocrat oh <laughs> uh, well, Trent and Willie at the open mic I ran. Okay, okay. So, so a little bit of background penis. on this. This <laughs> I, this is an unhoused person in L.A. now. Oh come on, he was housed when he did this. Okay, so let's not. <laughs> he has money. Okay, was he shit housed? So someone's funding. He's like a trust. I liked He's it. More Burke. Of a, uh, what were they called? The guys who would like be homeless on purpose and have like a dog and bus oh, oh it's, uh crust crust pump he was yeah. more that um but he trust fund and crust punk sound too much alike that was my favorite trust, trust, punk. Punks. <laughs> trust punk kid he pulled out his penis at the open mic i ran uh peed into a cup and started drinking it you know you only have five minutes so like once you burn through your material i guess you need that <laughs> like he was so he, he was, stole this from fat mike first of all <laughs> he was that's like, a singer what'd you call me yeah. no not you it's <laughs> i'm working on it <laughs> he looked great yeah he only drinks diet piss now um so he was banned but the best ever was the night we um mike sheehan was notorious for running light the light in yeah. the comedy community yes and one night at our mic we all just were like if he does it again we're all nodding to each we're all giving the signal and we're going up and dragging him off the stage oh uh, i was oh, there he, right yeah yeah and like we all picked him up and he's still like as he's being carried out <laughs> horizontally he's still trying to land his jokes <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember the joke too. What was the it joke? Was, the joke was, the, but the, it was really only the setup he got to. The setup was how it was. It was how many shirts does it take to change a light bulb? And also, do you, and if you remember, he was standing on a stool at the time, so he was yes. up on the stool yelling, "How many shirts?" And right. so we, were, we could just topple him over, and we carried him out. He was just. We walked out of the room, and he was going, "How many <laughs> shirts?" <laughs> Sounds like a. I, no, I thought of him. That should happen more. I well, thought. I thought of many? him. How many shirts? What is the joke? <laughs> oh, I actually, I actually like the joke. The joke is how many shirts does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, seven, six to change the bulb, and one to be worn by the amazed janitor. <laughs> yeah, you carry him out of there, a, please. That's a Mike Sheehan joke. That's, I mean, that was one of his better jokes. I thought of him yesterday because I watched the I Tinder swindler over the weekend and all of his money is gone from a woman who like uh, right. who like took all of his money like that. Like so she swindled him out of money. But amen. Yeah. No, he didn't need this money. <laughs> I ran an open mic in Portland and the craziest thing I've seen were um, people showing up after the list was full and demanding to go on because, quote, I'm from L.A. 
that a crazy thing or is that just the industry? Just... Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. I had one, but it's all. It's, I'm afraid it's also a woman who in Chicago one time. You see who your ally is, don't you, Amy? There, there was, uh, there was James always. Fritz. Always James Fritz. <laughs> the Globe open mic had this woman came in from the suburbs, and bless her, but she came in. She was, you know, she was like maybe uh, late 40s, early 50s, and she brought her nine-year-old child with her. Oh. And she went up, and the kids stood in the back of the bar as this woman went up and did like particularly filthy sex. I remember this lady. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. I think her name is Bridget. So then she, she goes up and she does the set and everyone is just like, everyone had been commenting about it all night and everybody like freaking out because the kid was there. So she does her set. It's filthy. It's weird. She gets off. She, to her credit, she hangs out for a few comics, but every comic goes up and addresses the nine-year-old child in the room, right? And then on the way out, this <laughs> kid, the nine-year-old turns around and goes, hey, you leave my mom the fuck alone. You're all a bunch of fucking losers. Like, yes. <laughs> credit, she wasn't oh, wrong. Yeah. Wow. And he's That's a great it. comic now. Yeah. <laughs> and they were losers. A lot of them, turns out. That's amazing. Isn't there a story about Kyle Paris with an armadillo body? Yes. You told it on your story. Brendan McGowan tells it? it better than anyone. Okay. That was but an Mike, actual booked road game. Oh, okay. But Mike, did I ever tell you the the review I read of Kyle Paris? Did I tell it on here? No, go ahead. So Kyle Paris was this, the, the others. He was this like guy, someone, um, I'm blanking his name, but like a, a well-known comic years ago said to Kyle, I think you're the next Andy Kaufman. And it was the meanest thing he could have done. Because <laughs> Kyle was like, like anyway. It'd be like if Kyle... Andy Kaufman got in that Joker vat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Kyle, I mean, Kyle's like, he is a nice guy. Right? <laughs> but he, he did this act and I just, I, I heard about it, but I read the review the next day. And basically the act was he would take a raw chicken. He would get a dildo, a can of um, cat food. It was how to feed your cat was the act. And he oh, would nice. put the dildo in the cat food, ram it into the orifice of the chicken, and then lick the cat food off the thing. And the review- There's a cat the end, right there. I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't plan that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, my, there's my demographic. I believe story. my name was invoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me. Anyway, he, he he does that, jams it, and licks, licks uh, the cat food off the dildo. And the Thanks review for just said, that part. <laughs> <laughs> the review just said, it's the first time I've ever seen anyone contract salmonella on the stage. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was the no one. Why, if you're wondering why there was never a drink minimum at Chicago Open Nights. <laughs> Who has the money to keep buying chicken carcasses? Oh, he found that. Act. You only saw it once in a while. Is he also trust punk? (laughs) Trust punk. A lot of driving. Trust fund. Uh, this is going to be a weird transition into the Olympics. Those just ended. Uh, How much longer are these going to be a thing? You're not into it. Do you you not watch any of the? Are you excited for the LA Olympics? No, not even the slightest bit. But I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch any of the Olympics because I. I don't care about these sports, I guess. And the mm. steroids thing is like a, like one country is just doping the whole time. And yeah. uh, I guess like 
they cause major problems for the communities and everything? Like, do you think that these are going to, yeah, yeah. sounds like you guys are like, what do you guys think about? I this? mean, it's, it's one of those things where if, if we genuinely like the sports, they would be happening all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one, no one thinks something's awesome. And they're like, yeah, but I'll watch it for a week every four years. <laughs> no one likes it. it it's, <laughs> it's just like, they, they are happening all the time though. Right. They're just not, there isn't not on TV. Oh no! Sure, right. Right. Yeah. Well, if you don't love curling enough to go to a live game, you don't deserve time. Yeah. There was a documentary or an NPR or something about it. The history about yeah, they just devastate communities. They raise the taxes, and the history of it. If anyone knows, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm gonna get the facts wrong. But it's something where like some billionaire or somebody who wanted to have be a billionaire just organized this and created it themselves. Oh, and like in Athens, Coca Cola. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it like dates back that far, but then like, but then they brought branding involved, you know, as it evolved. But yeah. like, it dates back to like Greece era, where someone's just like, well, fuck it, we're gonna kill each other in a ring. Yeah. And... I'm rich. You guys fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah we truly. should just have the original sports, like man versus rock, and like. <laughs> <laughs> I say man versus fear. <laughs> yeah, man yeah. versus food. Yeah, versus yeah. Food that was, sport. but that was the original sport. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three literary tropes, right? Man versus food. (laughs) Yes. yes, My question is, if we get rid of the Winter Olympics, how are we going to traumatize 15-year-olds? Yeah. (laughs) As a California native, how am I going to know when it's winter? Is my thing. I I mean, it does kind of like mark the seasons for me a little bit. Like, I love the figure skating. I also just find it comforting that it's on. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't watch like I don't just like put sports on. I don't yeah. like have ESPN running ever. But for some reason, especially when I'm like on the road, I'm like, oh, curling. OK, I'll yeah. put that on. Yeah, it's like the only TV I can stomach in the daytime for some it, reason. It feels like old comfort food. It does a little a, bit from yeah. a bygone era, like when there were three channels and you just watched what was on. And everyone was watching the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, still insane how many people watch it. Because, again, like, I don't know anyone who's really been glued to it. Or yeah, I but think we don't have cable. People that have cable. Yeah, that's true. It's NBC, though. Do you need cable? No. I just yeah, watch NBC's it on Hulu. just the primetime coverage, though. It's Great on all question. day. Oh. You have USA and all the uh, whatever oh. else. Well, enough people watch it that other shows still, like, program against it, which is wild. Mm. It's just, like. I don't know Yellowstone. If you don't have enough draw, like. what was your Mike? Was your question about the Olympics being boring or about climate change? Well, yeah. <laughs> or displacing? I just realized. Yeah. It's the wrong oh, way. how much longer are these going to be a thing? Are we all going to die? Uh, I think we are going to have a summer Olympics and yeah. an extreme summer Olympics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think gonna, everyone's sort of lost the passion for like watching the USA win exactly. too. Yeah, yeah. It's like your um, average person of any political affiliation is just like, I don't, I just, I want to eat and work. Like, right. why no would one, I care if we're good at the luge? Yeah. No one likes the country anymore. <laughs> yeah. The eighties were really That's good hilarious. at making us like patriotic children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> love the USA. Yeah. Man. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that, right, Adam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like paper. I just watched Belfast last night, Burke, and I gotta like say. 
<laughs> oh, you! I saw it in the theater. It's so good. I, yeah, I can't wait to see it. It was good. It's about Adam's childhood in Belfast in, <laughs> in the late sixties. I think I think my childhood was in color, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Some of it is in color. Well, I don't. Want it to was probably it, in it's... a black and tan. <laughs> the movie's in black and that tan. Was, that was, that were our two colors. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> that we were allowed. The stories that I know about the Olympics are. People are like, raise the minimum age because this girl's 15. And it's kind of like, I thought we wanted the best people or whatever. Who cares? How so that's the thing. I was talking yeah. to my girlfriend about that. And I was like, I was like it, sh- it should be 18. It should be like this most things. You can't, you're literally fighting for your country. And that's sort of 18 in most places. And she's like, well, and it's basically because skating would suck. Yeah. Like, well, like also, Why are you the best at 15, though? You're also forgetting you're about tiny. those little smoking twins with the you're guns. <laughs> okay, besides sex appeal. Because you're the hottest at 15, duh. I, dis- I disagree with everything she's saying. No, no the, the, so the real answer on upper gymnastics and... Uh, Everyone knows it's 16. Is they learn young enough that they it's before they have any fear of consequences <laughs> for some of these like like really dangerous yeah. moves. I've heard I've heard oh. say that, and their yeah. bones are still rubbery. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah the head hasn't fused <laughs> together yet. Soft yeah. spots. Yeah, right. yeah. So, still soft spots. But they fall on the soft spot. They just bounce back up. Bounce back up. I mean, the, the thing that would happen like like if if you raise it to eighteen. And so many dudes were no longer interested in being coaches. But like, well, there you go. Oh, <laughs> that's, dark. that's yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. You You're hot you know at 15. I, I don't really care for the parallel bars. After all, I wasn't as. <laughs> It just Not with these like old it's... fuggos on them. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> seventeen-year-old geriatric curling shit. If I can't hold your leg in the palm of my hand, what is the point? <laughs> Those coaches <laughs> use a lot of olive oil in the physical. <laughs> <laughs> Shinderly olive oil. Shinderly olive oil. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Shinderly olive oil. The Winter yeah. Olympics brought to you by Shinderly olive oil and morticians. <laughs> It says 18 and under. (laughs) (laughs) What did we say? Shitterly 18 and under morticians. There it is, Alan. Oh, God. We're all going to hell. It was just a wild thing when people were mad at Simone Biles, especially. It's like. You're yeah. like ex- expecting this young woman to break her body to win for USA, like right. a right. young black woman who, yeah. I mean, what have they done for her? It's just so wild right. how I, upset I, people get when it's like not taken seriously enough. Right. It's like, it doesn't matter. Well, and the double the... standards too, of like Shakari Richards and stuff, you know, she's like- Smoked in, weed. I t- yeah, like the test results didn't align with what her training period would, but they're just like, yeah. well, but- it, you had THC at, at some point, and she's like, what "The fuck, you knew." And now, some other like—is she Russian? There's like a Russian girl that they found. THC. That's the fifteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It was okay, THC. No, that it's it crazy. Like enhancement drug. It was like cough yeah, medicine. She took a beta blocker. She was taking beta blockers. Oh, this, is that the one who said she got it from her grandpa's medicine cabinet yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. That's so Russian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they take and, care of their elders. Yeah. Um. And, like, and like Joanne was saying, like the, the, the beta blocker is such like a, it's a performance enhancer, like music soloists use it and stuff because it slows down your heart rate and stuff. 
and uh and yeah. the ioc and the anti-doping agency didn't ban her because they're like well she's a minor so we can't but if she wins no one gets a medal um, whereas Gary Richardson just got kicked out for right, smoking for weed like a month, a month before or something well, like so that. So you should just yeah. be able to smoke weed. If yeah, no shit. I don't because no one in the world is like, yeah, you know what I like to get good at when I smoke weed? <laughs> Athletics. Like, right. Cares. It's just yeah. it cannot affect them in a way that would make them win. If anything, it's slowing everybody down. Yeah. I've also but, heard, Amy, but it's okay if you win if you can go on to like make beer commercials. That's still fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they yeah. pay well. <laughs> can I Mike's been in commercials. Tip. He knows they pay good. I never, yeah. That's the whole yeah, point of them. He doesn't need commercials. Burke, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say to Amy's point, I thought when, you know, some people got mad at Simone Biles, and I thought it was even funnier when older white dudes were trying to commiserate with her, and they were like, oh, yeah, what she has, it's like the yips in golf. And I'm like, it's not like the fucking yips, because if you miss a putt, your brain isn't going to scratch into your spine. You're not going to get paralyzed. What is yips? Yips is like when you, like John Lester, the pitcher for the Cubs, can't throw a pickoff move to first. Yeah, because, throw to first base. Because he's like psychologically talked himself out of it. Yeah, it's like being in your head. He's like, too in yeah, his head. Uh, and what did Simone right. have? Or like the, the, the spinnies, the twisties, twisties, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is like the yips, but you can die from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't understand it until I actually watched that video, and I was like, "Oh, that was really scary." Yeah, <laughs> did you see Same. her like lose it and then just kind of recover at the last minute. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, growing funny. up, one of my favorite activities childhood activities to play with my neighbor girl we called it the carrie strug and what we would do (laughs) is i had a big there was like a concrete patio like block on a doorstep and it was like three steps high and you'd jump off of it and you would pretend to break your leg and then you'd still like hop around and do it and (laughs) cry and then the other person played the coach and try to carry you bella caroli for hours (laughs) <laughs> so i'm a, i'm a fan of the olympics let's keep them let's keep the kids do you remember famous the- uh chris Catan character kippy strug yes yep. mm-hmm. and weekend update hilarious yes. how about eileen chris- goo that the um chinese american from san francisco who like is a model and and makes 30 yeah. million dollars a year promoting uh chinese products bill, and so- maher, bill maher has a big problem with her no. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> he went, he went off. Adam. <laughs> Adam, he went off. Oh, he went off a while ago. <laughs> so, so, I just Googled her because I'd never heard of her, and the first result says Eileen Goo dad. What's up with her dad? Her dad's she, white. Uh, Wasn't there. I Wasn't around. It was, I, I thought it was some sort of controversy about her dad. Maybe or it is. People, like, jerked off to him or something. I don't know. Someone it's probably has. A new plot line we didn't have as kids too is like now there's like so many Olympians that are like adopted by white parents, yeah. yeah. Which is like God bless, of I, course. My little meal ticket, right? <laughs> can you wait? Can you ask for that at the adoption place? Yeah, y'all yeah, got any Olympians? <laughs> oh, y'all fucked up and gave me an Eileen Warnos. <laughs> what is the, the BMI on this child? I need to know. This baby do any flips. Can I toss him in the pool before we decide? <laughs> yeah, we throw the baby up in the air. Y'all gave me one with the, with the twisties. <laughs> <laughs> For this baby 
Sophie, it's got twisties. That's not what I'm paying for. They're beautiful stories. It's just hilarious to see like some yeah fat Midwesterner just sobbing on the, just like a ninety pound Chinese right. boy. Like, that was Kaepernick. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick too, right? Kaepernick was adopted. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's making tons of money playing sports. Yes. <laughs> I think he won. I think he got out of it. Yeah. Doesn't have he to saved get saved his body. He'll probably live a long time. Yeah. You know? He probably could have used one more big check. Probs. <laughs> we all. Especially since he wanted to do it. We're like, and everybody's like, no. Uh, the, here's the one story that I did read from start to finish and looked for more. A Finnish skier froze his penis off in the Olympics. Now that's what performance it When you been. say off. Yeah. I think he just got <laughs> frostbite. No, it didn't fall off. disqualified because that's less what? drag. Yeah, more aerodynamic. In what, in what they um, sport? In uh, cross-country skiing. What? I mean, Your cock's not in... covered in something warm? It's yeah. not the first time that it's happened to this guy either. To this, this one what's guy. What's he doing differently? He doesn't. Uh, he needs more. Yeah. He needs warmer material on his penis parts. How big is his dick? Are there pictures? They're probably pictures. Put it yeah, this way: yeah. that's not a ski pole he's holding. <laughs> I. What is? If, oh. if a if a fin, if a guy from Finland if his penis can't survive the cold, yeah. what chance of the rest of us How cold was it? <laughs> Um, okay, fine. We don't have to talk about this guy's penis. That was just, I just wanted to I'm throw I'm sorry. It. I've just been looking for pictures for the last few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to have a lot of problems finishing. Oh, oh, there it was. It was right in front of us. Same with him. Oh. <laughs> um, probably very disappointed. Uh, hard transition. Oh, he's kind of cute. Sorry. You saw his, his peen or the guy? His face. Oh. I wear a little top cute. ponytail. That's interesting. Okay, sorry. Too bad that didn't freeze. Yeah, that's Adam, Ryan, James, Amy, and Joanne. If you still have not, you can still hit subscribe. If you're enjoying the show and you want to pass it along, we want people to think that you're cool. They're like, hey, what do you listen to? And you're like, this is how I let them know I'm fucking awesome. Tell them about the show. It'll help you socially. They'll be like, wow, what a cool guy. There's still more show, but if you want a video of this panel, you want to see what everybody looks like, you want to see all the gags that you couldn't see, but you could only hear, and if you want to see every panel that I've done since March of 2020, that is on the show's Patreon, patreon.com slash brido, B-R-I-D-O. There's also World Series reviews. I'm up through 1964 in those. There's 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. That's 51 bonus shows. Watch the interviews that are becoming part of a book that I'm shopping. I was always going to self-publish it, but people told me to shop it. If you want to support the show, the Patreon is also where you go. Do I need money? Yes patreon.com forward slash right now if you want even more of me i've been co-hosting power moves with mike burns wherever you're listening to this the next human soup show which is a live comedy music show 
with me and Kelsey Ayer is March 3rd at Checker Hall. The lineup is Johnny Pemberton, Maggie May, Nate Craig, and Lindsay Adams doing comedy plus music sets from Jaws of Love and Double Wish. This show is free. If you're in the Los Angeles area, come on out. All right, we'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, J.J. Motherfucking Bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. It was President's Day, so you know those guys fucked. Now here's the thrilling conclusion of Adam, Ryan, James, Amy, and Joanne. If we've made it this far, and you're still on the fence, you can still hit subscribe. Burke, did you know, uh, did you know PJ O'Rourke? Uh, I, I met him like, like, I met him like twice. And, really? Um, yeah. yeah. From Wait Wait, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he charming so, or is he a prick? Charm, charming. As okay. far as I, I didn't know him well. I, I mean, I, I like I barely met him the once, and, but he would just—he would always be like, uh, you know, we have these email threads sometimes, and he would like always. Some people don't deign to respond, but he—he he was always like really nice. Anyway, I, I didn't wanted know him to, well though. I wanted to know why you guys thought. Um, well, first of all, maybe you don't agree, but how come most conservatives not funny, or there's not like well, a funny conservative? I think if you hung out with mine or James's family, you might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, public-facing uh, prominent conservatives, yeah, the least funny people. Yeah. Well, well, my family's not actively funny. They're like funny like a dog <laughs> who can light its own fart. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're different. <laughs> I mean, also just, uh, I don't know. I sort of disagree with that notion. Even okay. Just, just touring. It's like, I think poor people are funny. And if you yeah. get to the top income of any group or belief uh, system, yeah. you know, 
Chappelle. It's gone. It's over. Yeah. I mean, look at Dave Chappelle. You right. Know? Um, neo, neo, neo libs are just as unfunny as conservatives. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's. Yeah, you like, start yeah, putting diamond rings over your gloves on your second special, and you. <laughs> Most people are not funny, and then. Sure. Most rich people are especially not funny. I'll yeah. say across the board, all poor people hilarious. Yeah, I don't know Every what single one. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. Stephen Go- Colbert got paid on Comedy Central, but I'm guessing it wasn't much. Yeah. But the second yeah. he cashed that CBS check, yeah. he got yeah. real. Money. What happened? What happened? He's like, I know what I'll do. I'll stare There's into the camera every night with tears in my eyes. In my life. Seriously. I'll stare you into the camera and like, say, "How dare same, you, sir?" I'm like, this is the same guy who did the George Bush, like. Uh, press press core roast thing yeah. that was like the best thing I've ever seen a comic do maybe <laughs> and yeah, like, it's, it's bananas, nuts man. it blows my mind and it, that said I'd love to do it if there's any <laughs> <laughs> there's a new booker I'll give you oh. the information thanks <laughs> so we does everybody think that it's okay so maybe if you guys don't agree that uh or it's just a poor rich thing I guess well, I will say that, like, the Ben Shapiro's and people of, like, that other world, I don't know, I mean, whatever. Um, like It was funny very... when he gave the lyrics to WAP. <laughs> I think it's, those guys try, think they're funny a lot of the time and right. really try, uh, and it, like, doesn't land. It's, like, the whole, like, uh, like Gutfeld effect or whatever, oh, where you're God. like, wait, there was a setup, there was almost a rule of threes, and then nothing right. happened. It's, like... They, I think that those guys are more likely to think that they're hilarious, and it's just like no one, no one's seeing it. Rich people always think that they're hilarious, and that they yeah. think that then their money can <clears throat> buy them jokes. Because the help gets right. paid to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you Good watch one, the, boss. <laughs> to, to Amy's you know. point, if you watch, if you watch Gutfeld, it's not even that they're paid to laugh; it's his reaction when they don't. And like, like I've watched a bit of it, and he will. If he's I a can't joke, it stop watching it, Adam. It's it's crazy, really? it? but it it is sort of like yeah. it's almost like what is the furthest away from what you would ever want to do. Like it's got it's got yeah. like one of them that kind of looks like, yeah. It's but um. Is he a failed stand-up? If he has a joke that like I have Angelo on like next week, stand-up. and he does that show all the time. He'll like he'll so, call so out the, he'll call out the writers. Like he'll he'll, yeah. he'll the joke won't go over and he'll go uh, and he'll like look over and be like and not in a not in a fun silly right, Letterman right, way right. just in a, just in a like actually mad. Like, this is on the get, broadcast or like the yeah, yeah, in the broadcast. That's a yeah, self own. That's a self own. You got to see it. It's fascinating. I've watched yeah. it as almost a writing exercise because they'll be really close sometimes. And then you're like, what <laughs> yeah, should yeah. have gone here? That That's would have so been funny. a punchline. It's like the like oh, the structure man. and the delivery and the cadence is like, you know, late nighty and it's on. And then just nothing happens. It's so yeah. fascinating. It's, you the, have it's, to like, see, Brian. it's the uncanny valley of comedy. I'm going to have watch like. I've only seen one clip that someone sent me years ago, and I was, it was, I'm just staring with my eyes wide open, just waiting (laughs) for it. But I I watched maybe one minute and was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to watch that. I think a friend of mine was on or something like that. And it was just like, he's had to, he was, took it for the credit. You know what I mean? Not that Fox News credit's really going to fill the fucking club. And it's like, to James's point, like, I think it it is. Neoliberals. (laughs) You're actually right. (laughs) 
Really as long as you're point. like Fayetteville. Yeah. <laughs> they neoliberals should be very easy to make fun of. Yeah. Like everything is right there. Like mm -hmm. all the jokes are written for you. You just it's so crazy. Like, oh, I'm obsessed with it. Every time it's on, I watch it. I can't. You watch it on Fox News? Like you t flip open a TV. If I'm in a hotel flip room open? and I'm flip flipping. On. <laughs> flip open the I TV. I open up my TV. <laughs> First, Get I in there, really? Get it. in the motherboard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like if, I, if I'm in a hotel room and it's on, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll always watch what? it because it's just like, it's fascinating. What's the format? Is it like a standard? It's like this, baby. Like, like politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> They're just got it from me. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like I'm your gut field, baby. But <laughs> <laughs> no. well, yes. he doesn't really have. He, so he brings on other Fox hosts. So he's <laughs> trying to really let their hair down. Yeah. Tonight we have comedian Brett Bear. <laughs> Brett <That's> Bear. <laughs> he's trying to be like, who could I be funnier than? He knows if he brings on an actual comic, he's. <laughs> The, Which he go, oh, used wait. to, right? That was oh. the last show that a bunch of yeah. comics did before. Oh, well, yeah, Red Eye or something? Red yeah, Eye. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a bunch of New York comics would go on that show. And yeah. then once Fox took a stark turn <laughs> and so did <laughs> Gutfeld, they stopped doing it as much. But yeah, like Joe Mackey would go on it all the time and yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him on there. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see that a, a couple weeks ago? There's some article that people were like uh, sending around on Twitter. Where it said, uh, Greg Gutfeld, comma, respected New York comedian. I would love to see him tour too. Like, I would buy tickets for his live show just to oh, see what was going to yeah. happen because yeah. I can... think even yeah. his own fans, like politically, would not be laughing. Like, I think Dude. he would bomb. Dude, it sounds like you are a fan. Yeah, I know. I it, it, you are the most loyal viewer, probably. Yeah. Maybe we can get Jenna Bush out of stand-up retirement. Get her back. Listen, open for him. if Vaderot can write for Bill Maher, I can write for yeah. Gutfeld, and you guys don't get to be mad at me, okay? Dude, One time Bill Maher had a joke. But, but Gutfeld does, apparently. Bill Maher had a joke. I don't remember what it was, but I laughed so hard I texted Vaderot, and he did write it, so it made of me feel good. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what that, that show is like a 5% uh, hit rate, like 5% of jokes are very funny. And you're like, okay, that's someone who's going to get fired this summer or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Amy, I was gonna say, if you like watching that, did you know that uh, Glenn Beck does stand up? No. Oh. Yes. He, I, it's he, a dead art form. Bring it on. Everyone. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in 2009, it's my friend and I, I, this is, it was amazing. We're, we we got so excited about this. Glenn Beck was doing a stand-up tour and it was being simulcast in theaters I all remember over this. the country. Yes. Yeah. So we were like, let's, it was what the a night bad of the finals game. We're like, let's watch the game. And then we're going to go to a theater and see how terrible this is. There were, it was in Bethesda, Maryland, which oh, is uh, not really his uh, wheelhouse. And uh, there were probably eight to ten people in like uh, a 500 seat, like IMAX size theater. Aww. And uh, he had an intermission in the middle. The first half, it was no one laughed. I think Tony and Wait, I were the only people. Of his set? 
Was he live was or was this the movie? Simulcast. Oh, right. Okay. Simulcast. Oh, gotcha. He's live in another city. Why would you let them film you live if you're That's what. That's this? my question. I know. And then he comes back <laughs> Get a back bomb out. in multiple cities at the same time. <laughs> same time. Yeah. But luckily, no one was watching. <laughs> yeah. Bomb like multiple venues are watching. He comes back out after the intermission dressed as Thomas Paine. And he goes, let's get down to some common sense, folks. And Tony and I was like, fuck this. We got to leave. This is the worst <laughs> goddamn thing. At that oh, point, that was his we special, had to. That was his special bring the pain, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, he, he called it bigger and blacker. That's he did point. his N-words versus black people joke, too. Yeah. Did not go over as well. Oh my God, that's horrifying. That is very that horrifying. Clip of, of Kellyanne went around when she was trying stand up. Oh, oh no! Some old clip. You oh, haven't I seen this, her. Ryan? Someone like I, I miss her. A video from like the I mean, she late nineties. Trash we deserve. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. She was that doing was, yeah. That family was messy <laughs> as fuck, and I do kind of. Oh. The it daughter? was for a charity event or something that she did like five minutes of. Kellyanne did stand up. So I worked at the DC Improv 2002 or three to five. And that's what this event's from. Uh, they, it was this charity every year that this guy in politics would put together and you'd have people from the right, left, think tanks and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, anyway, I was at it uh, twice. I saw Dennis Kucinich do stand up, oh, Grover yeah. Norquist. That's funny. I like Kucinich. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, he's very awkward. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. very earnest, and that's hard to yeah. make funny too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he was horrendous. Grover Norquist is a dick, which actually played just the well, worst two. No, Grover Norquist was the guy that made sure too. he was the guy that venerated Reagan. Yeah. 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 Anyway. But anyway, sure. anyway, I got to see all these uh, politicians awesome. be terrible on stage. I think it's really funny when when people are at a charity gig and still don't laugh. Like I will write I'll write a ten thousand dollar check, but I cannot bring myself to chuckle at that. <laughs> Their life's not hard enough to need it, man. Yeah. You ever done like an AA hall? Those people are howling. If you're like wealthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you got to I laugh know. about? I, I just want to get Grover Norquist set so small you can drown it in a bathtub. <laughs> I, that's a that's, good joke. That's how I would heckle. That's the joke. I want to go to the, these, these things and just heckle with hyper-specific political heckles. Yes. Um, okay, this is um, – I wanted to run this idea past you. This is – I came up with this with Scott Bowser on his oh, podcast. It's going to be a great idea. Okay, this is <laughs> – so Trump is has a he launched a social media called Truth Social or something. I don't give a shit about that. Scott wants to do one day Trump gets to be on Twitter a year. Just call it Trump Purge for that year. <laughs> he gets twenty four hours. It becomes like a national holiday where he gets twenty four hours to tweet stuff. What do you guys yeah. think about this idea? I think we uh, would all read it all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want him back full time. I miss him. Uh, Twitter sucks without Donald Trump. It's like it's like taking out Saddam without having a backup plan. There's a power vacuum now. <laughs> ISIS is moving minds. in. Yeah, it's just the left cannibalizing each other, and just it sucks. We need Trump on that site, man. He was the best. It sucks across the board. I mean, there was definitely a tone change, and it's like it's so sad. Like we haven't had it that long, and still, just in the last five years, like the number of times you say something funny and people are like. 
well, I would like to explain to you the background. And I'm like, right. no, this is a joke. I wrote a joke. Remember when we right. put jokes here? But those people, I've never when, Trump, when Trump was around, those people were just concerned about what he was saying all the time. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Right, that's right. where they put that energy. Oh. You're the it new was... Trump, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> we have the same body type. So. <laughs> same hair. Same hair color. <laughs> I was thinking about the lack of, oh, well, happy President's Day, everyone. Um, <laughs> when your supporters uh, Day to you. When your supporters draw you, it's always on Rocky's body. <laughs> I was thinking about the lack of fat president representation, and it's so sad, like, who we have to choose from. I guess I just, in good faith, like, I have to go Taft, Taft right? Yeah. Like, I'm not... Yeah. But there's so few. I mean, there might be two, right? Too fat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taft is the opposite of that Grover Norquist joke. Too big to drown in a bathtub. (laughs) That's a myth. You can drown in one inch of water, Adam. It's true. If if you take enough pills, you can drown in anything. John Adams wasn't a fatty? Your emotions. I don't think John Adams (laughs) was a fatty. Was he kind of... Chester A. Arthur. Trump's are... Oh, Chester, a, oh, Chester A. Arthur is just a fat-sounding name. <laughs> That's why I'm looking yeah. it up. It sounds like a deep-fried sandwich. It sounds like it's it sounds like a steak he's order. He's got some chunks. He's got some <laughs> it's, it's the Chester A. Arthur in one city to get it for free. Sounds like what you call man boobs. <laughs> it's hard. That these guys never got photographed like below their waist. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. they're right. like. They're like, well, they could have had real. Titties, please. <laughs> They're like, we can't lift this camera up, it sir. Was, it was a sign of power. It was a sign of power to be fat at, right. at, in this yeah. certain yeah. era. The way I do it, it still is. <laughs> Chester, Chester's like kind of chunky, but I don't think he's fat, fat. Yeah, you know? I, saw, like, I just saw one that was full body. He's not. But he just has like a fat chin. Yeah. But Trump, Trump has a legit juicy dumper. He's got a thick dumper. No, he's a fat piece of shit for sure. I didn't. And, say and the, I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you like? You just like his body? I just like his just his butt. Just, just the that picture of him ass. playing tennis is just like was a major cultural moment for me. I do feel like he was wearing Ooh. like. Di- some diapers sometimes yeah. and it was you know never really he's got dressed. big boy dieties on in that yeah <laughs> what he's seen trump's knees fat knees are a sight <laughs> i've never seen his knees i don't think he has knees like the, the dad from king of the hill he kind of walks like that like cotton this sounds like an awful buzzfeed quiz can you recognize these presidents <laughs> by their knees i think i could do it you have to click on it to log into a website. I will say, I will say FDR yeah. is the easiest one of yeah. those to do. Oh. <laughs> Weirdly, when you Google Trump knees, all the results are pe- pictures of people's knees that they claim look like Trump. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> We're out of weird I love the internet. <laughs> Um, this one I almost uh, don't want to do, and we can take this right out. I'm not sure what to do with this. Uh, Victoria's Secret uh, hired a girl. Okay, a w- yeah, Mike. let's skip this. No? One. Okay. <laughs> Mike. What happened? What is- no, I'm on board. 
<laughs> I've already ruined my career enough. All right, all right, all right. Podcast. I'm not. They gonna... got a new model with Down syndrome. She's adorable. She was modeling in many other ways before. I have very mixed feelings about it because. Yeah. No, I keep going. Does it look like? Okay, no, does it look I, like I mean, this girl has implants? She does kind of look like she has implants. <laughs> okay. James. I mean, okay. That's, I don't. But she's playing the game of being a model. So this is abuse. I don't think we should talk about it. Yeah. I mean, where's I, the consent law on this sort of thing? Like that, that's what I. How old is this person? I've spent a lot of time thinking about this she's in the 15. last few days. She's in her hottest prime. It <laughs> 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 somehow got worse. <laughs> I do. Th- I mean, that is the big issue, right? It's like depending on her level, because it's Victoria's Secret. It's not like Sears or JC Penney or whatever. Like it's she's underwear. Already been modeling. Yeah. It's underwear. It's very sexualized. I think she is of age, of course, but it is like depending on her level of understanding, because Down syndrome comes with a lot of different yeah. levels of sort of like maturity and you know, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't know uh, you guys. Yeah. That it's like, is she being taken advantage of? Because that sucks. If she's on the higher end of, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Higher end. There's a certain (laughs) angle to these things. Of, like, cognitive thought, you know? I mean, there's got to be. Yes. There's an angle to these things, like, who are we doing this for? Are we right. doing right. this for because we generally want people to. (laughs) Or are we doing it to go. Aren't we all nice people? Because we accepted this this right. one right. time and we're cool right. with it. And it's like so fucking disingenuous. Yeah, that that's that's what you start. It's thinking. dishonest oh, about right. what Victoria's Secret is, also a little yeah, bit. As long as, right, it's but their terrible. plus size their plus size models are still a size one, right? <laughs> yeah, you it's, can't be fat I'm, and model I mean, Victoria's Secret. No, I have. Let's change I have that first. Opinion about it. Well, there's. I feel like there's. Uh, I'm gonna get in hot water right now. Um, first, I will say yes. I've googled these boobs. They look 100 percent fake. Um, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not, I'm even not This is a trap. <laughs> I know why it's but, touchy, whatever. But like, I looked. At, I just saw a picture of her, and my brain went, "Those are fake boobs." I can't control what my brain does. They do look fake. Victoria, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead, Joanne. Thank you. I was just, the the idea of that, like, yes, representation matters. And so that is a cool narrative, you know, but I agree with what you were saying, Burke, of like, what are the reasons behind this? Is this Victoria's Secret trying to be like, clickbait, check us out, we're fucking doing it. And also, (laughs) what is her level of ability to live independently, whether she was a model or not? Do you know what I mean? Like, how much can she But I'm assuming she has managers and stuff and hopefully a family and support system. It still is a spectrum within Down syndrome. Like, some people can live more independently than others and understand more than others. Um, let's assume yeah. she's high functioning yeah but you're still but you're still like having someone's checking in on you daily and stuff like that typically even when you're yeah, high functioning I guess, yeah i feel like the spectrum thing does i feel more i'm just specifically thinking about bodies and body type right like about cognitive ability i mean there's there's probably meth head models no who are we checking in on them what's their cognitive level you know right but right, right, like right. well um, there were meth head models. That was called the eighties. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that, that was, was the desired body checks. type. <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around this as a marketing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when you, I have a cousin who has Down syndrome, and you know, my my aunt and uncle buy everything 
for my cousin and i just can't imagine are they a parent hot, going i should put my child in some lingerie like and how are those titties though ryan yeah but it's well, a job <laughs> i mean being a victoria's secret model is a job it is a thing that somebody yeah. could strive to do and yeah. be I'm more mad but it is there's... sexualized. I mean, there's but a reason they don't are... have Victoria's Secret models under 18 for the but same now, reason. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like... and now people are yeah. going to think I'm being like mean to people with Down syndrome when I say Again? All, all models are stupid. It really seems like what Adam said. It's the company patting themselves on the back. They don't I mean, mean when's this. the last time we no, all no, sat no, around no, and talked no. about Victoria's Secret? It's Victoria's been a Secret. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> the padding is in the front. I believe. <laughs> oh, oh, padding, padding, the front. padding themselves in the front. <laughs> it's all natural Worth padding. It. We did it, Mike. We talked about it. All right. It. Thank you guys. Were troopers. Uh, I will. <laughs> I just want to see more muffin tops. I just want to. See, I don't care. I don't want to. See, I don't care. So does James. I want to see more muffin tops walking around. I want to. I, I want. Where's my representation? I mean, Over forty. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Sat boob bras for your saggy boobs. I mean, Victoria's Secret seems like the kind of company that, like, even if they had plus size models, they would still give them bigger wings. You know what I mean? Just... <laughs> She needs, she needs bigger wings. She needs the XL wing. They actually put horns on them and so <laughs> And a snout, which I think is really a snout real. and a curly tail. Yeah. That's when you'll be a Victoria's Secret model when you fly. When you fly. <laughs> oh, God. Or sing. <sighs> is when your career is over. Wait, that one didn't work. God damn it. <laughs> Just curious. I'm just curious about this. I had this thought. Somebody asked me this, and I was like, I honestly don't fucking know. Is alt comedy a thing? Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't think so. No. No? Everyone yeah. said no? Okay. No. I don't think yes, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alternative yeah. to funny. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know what's so funny now? It was, I think it used to be more of a thing, and now it's not. Even though now the top of comedy couldn't. Like is more sort of, it's dumber than ever. It's dumber than <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah, very dumb. So somehow the top got like the top got watered down. We're going yeah. through our limp biscuit phase of comedy. This is like our new metal comedy yeah. phase. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's independent venues, but it's not like all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Independent venues give more. Uh, you know, they give more people chances. Yeah. Whereas it the, turns uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. And you can. It turns out podcasting was bad. <laughs> not this one. Dominate. Not the new gut filled. <laughs> not, the new, not the new gut filled. No, you can feel not. it out there too. It's really wild. Like a, like you know, coming out of this pandemic or whatever we're doing. Um, it's like people. You know, most people go see like one or two live events a year. Like that's just a fact. That's yeah. I mean, I worked in live events for a long time, and so if they're gonna see comedy, they're just like. I'll go see this thing everyone else I know has heard of. Like, it's this weird early, like early 2000s music kind of vibe where it's just like, you know, those guys are selling out theaters and then it's like impossible for like, like Maria Bamford is like, I haven't sold very many tickets for right. my show tonight. It just And those guys are all the same guy. <laughs> yeah, they're all the no, same. a lot of the same guys. No, yes. One of them takes his shirt off. <laughs> right, 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 right. I also used to open for him. 
<laughs> I didn't say who it was. We and know yeah, who it not, is. And some of these people we like personally, color. and some of them we don't. But it is they're literally all from the same crew, and it's yeah. so wild that even like the biggest comedy fans are like, well, I can get a babysitter to go somewhere that I want to go like twice a year, so I'm just gonna take a chance on yeah, wow. seeing Bert or Tim or whatever instead of like. I don't know, going to see amymillercomedy.com yeah. on the road. <laughs> Look at that. But I agree with you. Like, I don't, I agree with you, Amy. I don't think that people are coming out to see comedy in venues anymore. People are coming to see their live podcast recordings at the Wiltern. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. The yeah. names on the Wiltern marquee, I'm like, who the fuck are these people? And it's two girls that have a relationship podcast. I also now have a relationship podcast. It's called Emotional Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck the Wilton. I actually have to leave this podcast to go work on a podcast I'm working on. Not for 20 minutes. I think that people are, you know, they're being not even safe. They're just used to being homebodies now. And so going out is a rarity. And they're choosing the things that they know. And what they know is. It's also been a weird right wing tack in comedy over the last couple of years. I wonder why. But like, <laughs> but also these were the same people who never stopped performing during yeah. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, they were, like a lot of our fan bases kind of hit pause or maybe even went down, you know? Well, and so- theirs just kept building throughout these past two years. So it does feel like like that's the dominant, if comedy has a culture that's uh, mm-hmm. predominant in it. So I tell like, you right, they were the only game in town for a year. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a Midwestern <laughs> yeah. thing though. Like right after this most recent, like the the sort of pause in the pandemic last year, and this most recent sort of downturn, my experience has been the opposite of what you guys are saying. And I don't know if it's a Midwestern thing, but I feel like Amy, like you're here a lot, so maybe you can maybe you agree or disagree. But that's a hundred percent true about the big venues and people are selling out theaters. But if you go to somewhere that's outside the main market you will also have full houses. If you do like a, well, a Chicago's bar, killing it right now, right? Yeah. yeah. But even on the outside, even if you go like around Illinois and Wisconsin and other places, if there's small, like non-traditional venues, people mm-hmm. are fucking dying to get out of the house. How many comedians are in no, Chicago right now? I would say 400. 400? So half. I, I, it got halved. So, um, and, I, I, and I had some good crowds in Chicago when I was just there. It's not to say that, like, there's no full rooms. It's just – and and some people have gone the other way of, like, oh, I want to support local businesses. Like, I'd mm-hmm. rather give my money to this, like, independent comedy club than go to an arena or whatever. Right, like, right. I'd rather take a chance on Chicago someone. loves their own. So they're, sort of, they're sort of happening at the same time. But people aren't – like, oh, the big thing is they're just not buying tickets in a advanced right. people then, are making right. those decisions last minute and that's like very anxiety inducing for everyone involved and then i live in, and then i live in a city where like you know you check out the improv's website one night and it's literally three rapists who have podcasts <laughs> are on yeah. doing the fucking improv like is that the name is that the name happened. of their podcast Three rapists. Three rapists, rapists, one cup. (laughs) Plus, Amy's also on the show. So go see that. There was not a woman. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, where is this like liberal lefty culture that I hear so much fucking about? Because it doesn't seem to be real. I don't know. It's on Sex in the City reboot. Better in the last couple weeks, though, James. 
What? I mean, we'll get into it privately, but oh, <laughs> the improv lineups in the last few weeks, they're changing. They're shifting. I oh, mean, it's, those rapists are still there, but you well, know. I'm like, these rapists don't even live here anymore. They're coming from Austin to. We want locally sourced rapists. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, oh yeah. Do you want to do it one more? A couple more? I got a bounce. Yeah. I finally got the more. dog. Can do one more. Cool. Okay. Go. Um, yeah. Always open mic right. experience. <laughs> Funniest person. The listeners like doing comedy questions for some reason, and I can always tell that oh. the comics hate it. But okay, oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, fine. If it's yeah, if if it's about the worst joke we've ever heard, I love that. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Funniest comic my <laughs> listeners have never heard of. Me. Ooh, I, uh, <laughs> James. Um, uh, I know I, Fritz. I'll probably say Naomi. Like watch Naomi's last Netflix. Uh, half hour. Actually, the round of half hours, most of them are people we love. Brian Simpson and Naomi. I'd never seen Brian Simpson before, and that killed me. Brian's half hour is so fucking We're counting people with Netflix specials. Yes, yeah, that's what what I'm saying, Ryan. That's where I'm at. Well, because Mike's listeners are racist, so... (laughs) If I can get them, I hope so. I I gotta send in a fifth tape to maybe get Comedy Central Digital. So yeah, let's help these (laughs) up-and-comers we're right. on Netflix right now. Dane Cook. Yeah, heard of him? I mean, it's <laughs> really like the first big thing that Brian got like that. And he is so funny. He should be a household name. He's no, so Brian's funny. Yeah, yeah. Same with Naomi. Yeah. And uh, if you, have they ever heard of Mark Norman? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do they like Seinfeld? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, um, have you heard of Jim Carrey? He's coming out again now. Jim Carrey, he's good. Um, I will, I'll, I'll shout out a dear friend. Um, at, if you're local to Portland, Oregon, Adam Posse, very funny. He's recording his very first album in a few weeks, and he's gearing up for it. So if you live in Oregon, go stop and see that Adam yeah. Posse. Adam's at the, the best. At the and Doug Shane Fur. Brendan up there. Oh. Shane Brendan is hilarious. Wonderful person. Can you just cut out the bit where Andy said Adam's the best, and then we don't have the context that it's a different Adam? I got it. <laughs> Adam's the best. He's a giant Samoan man. They're going to notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adam, you're a giant Samoan man. <laughs> Inside. In my, in my heart. Um, the, uh, some Chicago people, Mike Myers and Chris Higgins, uh, both have albums Again, come out. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Like, he's famous enough. Yeah, his name's Michael Myers. He's really, really funny. Wait, there is. Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah. I think he's got to go, Mikey, at this point. Yeah, Mikey Myers. Yeah, he's got to go to the car. He should go by Mikey Manker. (laughs) But he's he's great, and he's someone who's you know, um, hopefully he's gonna do some stuff. But yeah, he's funny. And then uh, uh, there's a woman in Chicago called Ali Drapos that I think is super funny. There's lots. There's lots. She's been on the show a couple times. Merrily, merrily, I love. Oh, so yeah. funny. Of course, yeah. And also great OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. A lot of it she gives away for free on her Instagram. She <laughs> uh, She's showing some skin on her Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She likes to be naked. But then she also crushes. She's so funny. I yeah. love her. I just love her. That's so many that's funny a, people in Chicago. That's a dream is to show your tits for money, but also be funny. That's my strive. I just show mine for free on Instagram and then. I should probably try to start charging. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, your, do your DMs get real fun whenever you do that? Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Oh, it's, it's psychotic. But some people do send money. And, I, and oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't even respond. You know, I'll just get like a $50 Venmo. And then some guy will yeah, be like, 50. did you get my, my money I sent you? Thanks for the pick. And I just don't say anything back. That's I just... more than I've made for my last three sets yeah. combined. <laughs> I wore a V-neck and got a printer to my house. Got to put the titties out there, Joanne. They're you nice. Guys. I've seen them. No, see, I just do V. I'm modest. You get more money if you're modest. Oh, man. <laughs> Male comedians have it harder, I got to say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Finally. Someone brave enough. Can't even show dick neck anymore. <laughs> Can't, even go. Can't even go half hog looking for a couple of bones from these crotch. Without being People are... dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the funniest person in the Jeez. I would also say, um, uh, you know, Chris Garcia is always a great idea. He has a half yeah. hour on Comedy Central, but he's not, a, you know, people don't really know who he is. He has a great podcast about Rafi right now that I am loving. Married an Iowan. Married an Iowan woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's that? Who's that fake woman from uh, that fake comic from Sex in the City? I hear she is great. <laughs> Che, they, they are, are first of all wow, um, wow. Okay. wow. That's, a, that's how much Ooh. i know about it wow npr okay you're done yeah. son. I, got, I got canceled for, uh, for misgendering a made-up person terry Gr- gross yeah, yeah, it's me. Terry. someone's being terry gross about it um you guys talk about chicago alex kuman so fucking funny in new york yeah, yeah. Great. rebecca and maddie very yeah. funny yeah oh yeah Clark Jones. So many good Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> Respected Chicago comedian. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld. I say uh, Lori Kilmartin. Lori Kilmartin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's awesome. Um, and then and... her podcast partner Jackie Cation. Oh yeah, and I'm saying I always Jackie's tell people if you're if you're interested in doing comedy, uh, listen to their podcast together, Jackie and Lori. And then awesome. you will decide not to do comedy, but <laughs> if it's t- especially if you're a woman. But if it's too late for you, um, they really just give out free fucking tips all the time. Like I learned so much wow. from them. I listen to that podcast every week because they like talk about like yeah, what money they're making, yeah. like their travel mm-hmm. plans, like you know it's, contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're the best. What bookers not to work with? Yeah, no, they're heroes, legit. I think I remember 100%. when um, in comedians of comedy, Pat Oswalt and Maria Bamford go to a radio station and he's like, who's an up and coming comedian? And they started naming people. And I was just sitting there like writing down. And then one of them yeah. was Jackie Cash. And I wrote her name down before I knew oh, if yeah. it was a man or a woman or anything. Okay. And then um, Brendan Schaub um, is really, <laughs> <laughs> really good kickboxer. Oh yeah, uh, I saw him on the. Uh, his name he was on the improv recently. <laughs> <laughs> he needs the ticket sales, so please support. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready uh, Blake for Griffin. Question, Mike. I'm actually I'm scrolling through a list of comics right now. <laughs> Ryan, you got to get out more, man. <laughs> Greg Giraldo. Greg he's Giraldo. Been dead for years, but he's incredible i was speaking of greg's I just, a, I just did a show with greg edwards yeah. and he had one of the funniest sets oh. i've seen in a minute so funny and i love so greg. funny great artist i have some of his art on my wall right yeah. here next oh. to dolly whoa mm-hmm. yeah we just hung up ours but yeah he's great 
Um, another comic hot to watch. Too. Fucking hot, um, dude. I would say watch that. Mary. That that uh, five part Bill Cosby doc that came out. Put out. It's when really you say comics to great. watch, yeah, that's what you I mean. Uh, watch. Closely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, I watched that whole canal thing. No, I watched but it's it. It's truly incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. I think it's a great piece of work. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Uh, an important one. We did it's need great. to and talk about Cosby. Yeah, it's so brave of Kamau to do it. I fucking love him. Like the yeah. whole, because he's a Bay Area comic, and like the yeah. whole term. Uh, correction. Took... He is a Chicago comedian who How moved to, to move to uh, <laughs> San Francisco. Um. Why don't you ask I, his head writer, Dwayne Kennedy, if he's a Chicago uh, comedian? Oh, speaking of underrated, there you Jesus go. Christ. Yeah. He's uh, one of the funniest people ever. He took a huge Pat risk. Bryce. And a lot of comics said no to being in it, which fascinates me. I'm not surprised by it. It sucks. Like, what, what yeah. is the risk at this point? Right. Being like, Cosby's bad. Like, fuck comedians, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, if but, you want to take a stand on Cosby, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> It's so you like, think he's going to beat you up? He's going to be in a he, shady alley well, that, more, with a bright sweater on? Doug E. Doug defends him. <laughs> Kamal said more comics turned it down than said yes. And then wow. at some point, Showtime was like, where are the famous people? And he's like, I tried. Wow. Like, they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, wow. I live by like a giant billboard for it. And I don't feel comfortable that they made Cosby the O. <laughs> like. <laughs> like in Bill Cosby, the O is just his head, and it's very disturbing. Wow. It's short, it's yeah, that's short a little. For, that's a bit of yeah. a wacky choice. Yeah, yeah. For it's short matter. for O B G Y N because that's what Huxtable was mm-hmm. in his yeah, basement. Terrifying. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch that today. I'll it's good. It's really, it's really, really good. I listened to yeah. an interview with him discussing it, and yeah, just how. <laughs> right She's above the 99 cents. Oh my only. god. It's really weird, right? You don't want to know what he's doing to that S. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the face he's making. Like, is he standing? The is S he is asleep. Those are Z's. Z-Z-Z-Z-B-Y. That would have been great if they just changed the spelling of his name to Cosby. Just some, just some graphic designer just went for it. I have, I have some ideas how to punch this up. I gotta go, you guys. All right, thank. You. Do you do you want to plug anything, Fritz? Uh, I might have an album coming out this year if we don't have a fourth and a fifth. Where are you doing sixth, it? Uh, COVID strain. We're we're still in talks, but some label reached out. So hopefully that'll happen. And well, oh, listen and been... to James's first album. If you haven't heard it yet, yeah. it's so still funny. together, baby. Thank you. And check out, if you like, like silly sketch, funny shit, I've been helping out on the Frankie Quinones's podcast, which has been, you wrote an actually a listenable written, country song. I've written two country songs, which I think is reason I was put on this earth now. And I'm quitting. Comedy. Amazing. I'm announcing that now. Yes. No one's going to be surprised. By Did you think James Fritz is a very popular yeah. country singer now? That career trajectory is taken off. I can't wait. I don't know. That. I don't know if that's the most. I, as soon as I did it. I that's the concept. That's the concept. <laughs> For those listening, Hitler. Think Hitler. <laughs> Love I mean, you, Fritz. You, you literally say that every show. For anyone listening, think Hitler. That's Hitler. my that's my closing line. <laughs> And for those of you listening, okay. Bye. Bye. Who who else has the plugs? 
Oh, I mean, I'm out there. Uh, AmyMillerComedy.com. <laughs> I have shows all the time. All Hell over the yeah. country. Um, oh, yeah. I have uh, my Comedy Central half hour dropping March 24th. Nice. And you can watch it on the internet. And a uh, new album releasing around that time as well. Nice. One of the best, you and Fritz, now that I think about it, too, like the and Joanne and uh, everybody who has an album, I decided has the best cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good covers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Joanne's yeah. is great. I got, I uh, shopped my album around. Five places said yes to it, and one place said yes if I changed the cover. And I was like, no, 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 no. Did you have the same problem I did where I couldn't advertise it because there's blood all over my face? <laughs> no. My, oh, that's my, wild. My album cover, I'm free bleeding in it, and it's actually real. I didn't, I had to dab it up a little bit, but I, I planned it out appropriately. But I, I couldn't um, advertise it on anything because there's uh, really yeah really you have the same problem as Andrew WK yes <laughs> yes like I, you couldn't so have bizarre. like cover art on on any like iTunes or anything I put it on well I could have it on iTunes and everything but I couldn't like promote it unless it was in black and white which kind of was like this is stupid weird weird I know yeah. that a label warned think about me it. of that. And and but it never happened. Wow, sexism! I say. I mean, great worked in my favor. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has plugs? Who else has plugs? Ryan. I mean, technically, uh, yeah. But right now, you can just listen to my my last album. But I have the new album special coming out this year. Uh, but yeah, so it's not really a plug because I'm basically saying. No, I don't have a plug. Uh, Ryan has plenty of things you can find. There's stuff out there and more stuff coming. Nice. Burke has an album. Uh, Yeah, I went to take it off Spotify in protest, and they're like, oh, your album shouldn't have been on here in the first place. (laughs) 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 That was was a mistake. You're on Um, here? (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. I I don't know if you have any uh, Wisconsin type people. I'm going to be in Milwaukee March 18th to the 20th. Yeah. And we're gonna do, we're gonna do a hangover show on the twentieth. So like, because it's the St. Patrick's Day weekend, so we're gonna do like a show at two o'clock, which is gonna be, I think, just me whispering. You're getting old <laughs> enough to have three hangover shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> Joanne, did you do your plug? What do you got? Um, I the will turn. A will turn. I I do have a new. Uh, podcast that i just started my friend and i recorded our episodes during the 2020 pandemic and then did nothing with them and now we're releasing them and picking it back up it's called emotional anatomy talk about sex and love and we answer listeners questions and it's a real good time nice just finally met her for the first time she's so funny who is it uh -hmm. my co-host khadija cooper so very funny she's a minneapolis comic and uh crushing it big things happen for that gal and let's list. I should have listed her. Khadija Cooper is a Minneapolis. Another Jackie Cation, Maria Bamford, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Absolutely. Pemberton, Mary Mac, Mary Mac. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's it. Oh, Chad Daniels. Chad Daniels. Ryan again. They know who Chad Daniels is. Shut He's... the fuck up. You're you're talking about people with Netflix. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's doing fine. A lot of you name people who have been guests on the show multiple times, and I didn't call anybody out. He's living on how many people listen to his albums. It's insane. He's like the other Gaffigan of, like, streaming. We need more Gaffigans. (laughs) I I, I retract my chat name. No, he is so funny, though. One of my favorites in the world, probably. Of all the people you could have named, that's the one that set her off. I know. I, I thought that was like a. I thought that was right in the wheelhouse of people who we know is doing. They're doing great, but assume that our mothers don't know who they are. Matt Knudsen. I want you to die for saying Matt Knudsen. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, this will be out Friday. Thank you guys very much for doing this. You guys are fun today. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye, everybody. Good seeing everybody. Bye. Yeah. Nice seeing everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's Adam, Ryan, James, Amy, and Joanne. I will tag them all on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. I promise you, they want specifically you to follow them. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Bye.